Hi, I'm Brad. And I'm Isaiah. And welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Yeah, that's how funky we're getting for episode 30. Dirty 30. Dirty, thirty, thirty, and flirty. Yeah, guys, this is this is thirty. This is thirty. Isaiah's living it. Every day, <laughs> guys. I'm actually he's living. This is thirty one. Yeah, I'm an episode ahead. <laughs> Called him out. God, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> you got it's, me. It's, it's okay, guys. We're all marching <laughs> towards the grave every day. Oh, dude, I'm walking there. Um, I'm doing the Charleston. Yeah, little yeah. Charleston, Charles, Charleston shoe. All the way to hell. <laughs> Why am I going to hell? I mean, do you want to go to hell? I like that I'm. I like that I'm you, at least eating a Charleston chew. Do you want to do the Charleston treat. heaven? Is is that the badass route you want to do? What if, What if heaven is like uh, South Park depicts it, and you get up there, and it's just a bunch of like lame Mormons? Yeah. No, what if it's that? <laughs> just doing arts and crafts? <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, this is lame. <laughs> no, you you'll definitely all brats go to heaven. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> Just piss everybody off and make an all dogs go to heaven remake, but it's all Brad's go to heaven. It's just a it's, it's a just me and a bunch of like yeah. mostly douchebag guys. It's like a Vince Vaughn movie, and Vince Vaughn will be in it. So it'll be good. Yeah. I like this. Yes. We're producing this. <laughs> we got a lot of movies on deck. <laughs> uh speaking of movies on deck, tell me about your week. Because my life's like a movie dog. Exactly. Uh yeah, I, I didn't do shit. Um I uh I worked. Um, we didn't eat anything too spectacular. I had some hush puppies today. That's pretty cool. Hush puppy. Hush puppy. Um, I don't know. Nothing. Oh, um, I got really fucked up last night. So there was that uh, friend's birthday party. Yeah, you want to get high? <laughs> <laughs> um, happy birthday, uh, Miguel. Uh, well, yeah. Just shout out, shout out, Miguel. I don't, no, know, I don't Miguel. know Miguel. Not but... Miguel. I'm high. <laughs> stop stop the press uh <laughs> still shout out Miguel. no <laughs> no Miguel, not, i don't know you domingo shout out domingo 32 right, shout out domingo. also on his 30 episodes so um we drank a lot of tequila okay yeah that'll do it. yeah and we were in north side partying oh yeah so. did anybody get lucky i only ask because bro tequila be making people fuck it just it, does. It really does. Uh, we all got really shit faced though, like in like the kind of way that like everyone looks like they went through a war. Yeah. <laughs> you like like dragging each other through the streets. Like... <laughs> so I mean, it was good. I had a good time. Um, a blast. Um, but yeah. Uh, before I fuck my shit up anymore, how about you, man? How are you doing? Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn, that's a combo. Yeah. Gok gok. It's been alright. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I might get this job at the dispensary, so that's cool. Uh, well, technically, they offered me the job, but I have to pass a FBI background check first. Okay. Uh, so we'll see, like, how that goes. Right. <laughs> Pulling the trigger. Like, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I haven't really done anything too illegal. No, nah, I really like. There's no reason I should. There's no reason I. There's no reason I shouldn't pass it. Um, but I mean, you know, it's a fucking FBI background check, so we'll just, I don't know, just 
fingers crossed trying to be uh, optimistic about it. So I hope I get that job. Um, still working the job I have right now, it's still, which is still a good job, but it's just, uh, I mean, like, what would you do? Like, you know, would you take the dispensary job if it's a little less money, less stress? Like, mm, if I already have the job that's paying me, I would keep the job that's giving me more money personally. Yeah. Cause we live in an unfortunate capitalist society where it's not about living a life you enjoy. It's about toiling for as much money as you can and staying alive. I, I, I definitely understand you. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, I'm not happy to give you that answer, but that's the answer in my heart and my brain. Um, I feel like I can figure out a way to supplement my income. Yeah. So. so as long as you can make it work, then I, yeah, make that work. Like, I think it's, I, I, I prefer to look at your situation as like, I kind of can't lose. There's just an option. I kind of like the flavor of more. So I'm trying that out. Yeah. I like that. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think either way, like I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too, you know, in, in the sense of like, Either way, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna get one of these jobs, exactly. or, or I mean, I'm gonna keep yeah. one or get the other. You know, whatever. income's coming. And yeah, that's good. And this is just a job that's like kind of dope. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so you know, hope that whole situation works out well. Um, some other bright news: Bengals won today. Who did? I'm, I'm a Cincy sports ball fan. Yeah. Um, I mostly care because I was just like born that way. I was born this way. Also, because. I just want Cincy to be a better city, and if our sports ball teams do better, our city will do better. That's true. It's really true. It's unfortunately yeah. true, but that's kind of the way things work sometimes. So, um, capitalism, capitalism, y'all. I mean, for uh, and then also some crazy shit happened where I put an iPod in the washer. No, this is, this is a shout out. Yeah, this is a shout out to actually. This is. Uh, I mean, giving flowers to early 2000s technology yeah. and iPods and just, like I said, really just old technology in general. Yeah. Because, yeah, all right, check this, y'all. Um, it was a iPod mini, I believe. The oh, ones cool. with the, Like the smaller ones with the screen. Like the small ones, but they're still big enough to was have a like screen. Was it like like the, It was still skinny, but it was, you know, like the small ones, but they don't have screens on them? Yeah. It was a small one that had a screen. So you could still like shuffle. Was it a square or a rectangle? A square. Okay. All right. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm, it's, I think it was a mini. I think, yeah, I, think I got it right. Yeah. But, uh, so I put that some bitch in the washer by accident. <laughs> some bitch. It's so mini that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess there's in a, in a pant pocket I didn't check or something. I don't know. But I, uh, it was like a couple months ago, I was like pulling some clothes out of the wash and I just heard like a ting. I was like, no. And I looked down and saw it in the washing machine, and I was like, oh shit. I tried to turn it on. It was acting all wonky because it had like water in it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so then I just kind of like left it on my dresser for a couple months, and then today I found an old charger for it, and I was like, hmm, charge the bitch up, see what happens. Yeah. It turned on and it works better than ever. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's just it's like a miracle. Yeah, I mean straight. Medea. <laughs> this is right out of the play. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Perry couldn't have wrote it better himself. As Isaiah said, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, shout out, like I said, flowers to early 2000s technology, because that would never happen nowadays with anything. You sneeze on an iPhone too hard and it blows up. 
I mean, I don't know. That's I, not really true. I, <laughs> I, I, I want to say yes and no to that. I think they have made the technology better. Like water resistant is definitely a reality. Uh, waterproof is getting closer. But I do feel like there's something sturdy about the early 2000 technology. Like it, yeah, was, it, it could was, take uh, damage a lot better. It, take, it, had, yeah. it definitely had higher HP for sure. Yeah, if you dropped it, it's not going to like shatter and splinter. And I mean, everybody pieces. knows exactly everybody knows that like particularly with not even just video games even like the computers like your old computer back like late 90s to early, two, early 2000s like your n64 mm-hmm. your ps1 your ps2 if any of those weren't working you could literally just yell at it and smack it real hard yeah, and it would, it. Yeah. You, you could you could yeah you, you could do nice cop or bad cop <laughs> you could you could you could be like oh i'm sorry baby please work and like blow on it nice and soft and and then like maybe it, it'll work sometimes yeah. or you can be like you dirty whore and smack it and then it'll just be like Ding! Hit it with the and it'll yeah. like yeah like i literally fixed a nintendo gamecube one time by beating it with one of <laughs> i swear <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't uh, do that today. That's not right. that's not how you're gonna get your switch to work. <laughs> you're not <laughs> you're not gonna fix your PS5 by beating the controller. No, against it. you're gonna be on the hunt for a new PS5 to do that. I literally smashed. I broke the shell of it, and and it, and it worked. It, it worked for like four months after. Jesus that. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> that's aggressive. Because the more you describe how you were fixing it. I literally just got so tired of it not working that I just beat it. Like, I was just like an angry little 11-year-old that wanted his damn GameCube to work. And then, damn if I didn't get it to work. (laughs) (laughs) Founded it. Oh, man. Fuck you, I got to work. So, yeah. yeah. Kind of went off on a tangent there. A little bit. It's okay. All, all in right. all, my week is, uh, it's all right. You know, it's going. Uh, there's more I could say, but the listeners, they want to know about the news. They want to get to Isaiah's newsstand. Actually, before we get to the newsstand, because once again, I said, and I preface this, I'm high as fuck. I wanted to talk we're, about guys, this. preface, we're always. Yeah, <laughs> but there's like levels. Sometimes you don't get this high until like, there is you know, halfway things. through, you know, like we add roll them first or something before I'm this plastered. Um, but anyway. Um, TV stuff, because I've actually been fucking around on some TV. Okay. Um, oh, sorry, microphone. Um, uh, finished Squid Game. Um, that was wild. I haven't even... Don't tell me about yeah. the ending. Okay. I wish... Well, it's, it's, I guess we could really, we really shouldn't talk about it too much anyway, because some of our listeners might not. Oh, have. fuck them. Uh, I, I <laughs> I'm only not going to talk about it because you don't want to. Okay, um, well, thank you. Yeah, no. It, um, at this point, it's been I've heard it was month. very, very Controversial. good. Oh, good. controversial! Because I, I didn't like it. I, I, oh, yeah, oh! In yeah. terms of like, like the quality of, of the ending, the ending. Okay. I loved everything up into it, but the ending was kind of like, okay, dog. Like, yeah, but but that's just me. Like you said, like a lot of people did like it. I took a little survey, and people were like really digging it. And I was like, oh, so okay. I was like, I was like, I was like, how's it controversial? Like, you just find out it's an allegory for like pro slavery the whole time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, but it, it is allegorical to like capitalism and like some other shit. And I'm like, that's fine. It's just like personal choices for a certain character I didn't like. And I was like, whatever. Okay. But like, it, it's cool. They're going to make like another season. I've mostly so just like, seen whatever. everybody getting boners over all the hot Asians. 
Yes, yes, it's very. I, it's not even just uh, an Asian cast. I think there's other. Right? There's a couple of Pakistani characters. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so it, it was a good show. What's the what's the or is it a is it Korean? Yeah, South the, Korean. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say South Korean, but I'm gonna. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know they finally collab for Netflix. Oh, wait, oh, which Korea? <laughs> 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 uh also you know what's funny though is it seems like the show like seems like what's going on in north korea yeah and they they actually play on it too like there's a, uh, a person from north korea a defector so it's like they even get that he's like i there. could have just stayed in north korea for this you think you think they kind of like make like I don't know. but um <laughs> yeah then Batman trailer, I watched that. Okay, that looks dope. Robert Pattinson's gonna be doing. Oh his yeah, thing. I, I heard about that like a year or two ago. Yeah, I think I guess maybe COVID just mm-hmm. like kind of held it back yeah, a little yeah. bit or whatever. So they're finally coming out with it. Um, yeah, they. Uh, Isaiah thought he might have muted. Himself. I know. I was worried. I'm like, <laughs> they can't hear my words. Um, they are finally coming out with it. I should have peeped the date, but I was all like, oh, cool, and I didn't. So, oh well. Um. But it looks dope. I think it's actually good casting. I think he's like a. It's him. Seems like a good is, actor um, overall. Zoe Kravitz, love her. So is that, is that Lenny's daughter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then a lot. Yeah. Kravitz. Yeah. Yeah. We're cracked. It's How many Kravitzes are there waltzing around? Right. I think there's like maybe one. Then maybe there's more kids. I feel bad. If, yeah. Sorry, Kravitz family. Um, well, let's not, let's not act like Lenny hasn't made plenty of kids. <laughs> Have you seen that man? Yeah, he's gorgeous. Um, what else? There was a uh, more TV. I started watching you. Um, I'm on the third. Is that season. the um Dennis Reynolds Ted Bundy? Uh, but I'm dreamier show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Basically, it's uh, did I, get, did I get it? Am I accurate with that? Yeah, it's like oh, I'm a serial killer. I, that's but another I show I haven't seen. Love. Yeah, it's another show I haven't seen, but I'm kind of just getting the gist of from memes. Yeah, it's it's cute. Uh, my ex got me into it, and I just kind of stayed with the show type of thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild, <laughs> yeah. but. Uh, I mean, it's like, do you you enjoy it? At this point, I'm kind of along for the ride. (laughs) You're like, I've invested this much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then finally to round up my TV corner before we get to this fucking news. Um, God, we're like tired of doing our own podcast. (laughs) Oh, I just want to talk about my bullshit. I just want to do that my favorite murder shit. Um, but uh, Don't call them out. I'm calling them out. They're never gonna hear this. And then they do, gonna, they do ramble for too long. They do, and I'm like, oh, but now I get it. Now I want to talk about my HBO shows. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I have> power. <laughs> uh, Cocaine Cowboys. I've been watching that series. Um, I don't know with, if you're a, with just the title alone. Yeah, um, I don't know if you're a, a crime doc guy, but I like that shit. Oh, is it? Is it? Is it like? Okay, but is it like an actual doc or is yes. it one of those dramatized? I don't it's, like dramatized. No, it's a uh, unless it's eighties dramatized and it's like unsolved mystery, like over cheesy dramatized. Oh uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's it's actually a combination of the best parts: eighties documentary style pictures, like they show like the guy. It's like Willie Falcone and uh, oh god, I've been watching the show and I can't remember the other dude's name. Sal Maguda. Um, <laughs> this sound like some cocaine cowboys. They are cocaine cowboys to a T. Um, and shows be rad. So the name is Sal Maguda. <laughs> um, and Willie Falcon. But um, Falcon Punch. <laughs> Falcon Punch. Just a bunch of cocaine dust. You know he, you know he, dude. He know he railed a line, said that, 
and like some like game designer like like in the eighties <laughs> like wish. was like was like hanging out with him and he's like oh like, I'm gonna make a he does do speedboat racing too oh my god maybe they did make a wow you might be cracking the code Dude. there okay Brad yeah hey, you like a fucking Nintendo fucking game designer dude let's not act like if we're being like real if we knew the real truth of the background or origin of like multiple Nintendo characters that they're probably not horrific yeah they're you probably know? based on something either really cheesy or really bad yeah like yeah. old show like even just Mario what are Mario and Luigi they're, yeah. just, they're just like oh Italian people are so funny <laughs> to make them into a video games. So. <laughs> yeah, and then there's gonna chase a white. That was woman. my best Japanese. Okay, <laughs> what that was that was supposed to, yeah, that was supposed to be like oh, okay. a Nintendo like game producer. <laughs> I could do that. Uh, he has a, a very serious Japanese voice. Uh. Yeah, or he might be a Yakuza boss on the side. <laughs> yeah, they're they all are. Stop! Right <laughs> <laughs> all right, news, news. <laughs> Um, let's, let's get started. <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, William Shatner, he went to space, came back again. Um, he's already kid. been in space since 1964, Isaiah. I know, but like on this timeline, in this world, with that body, that Bailey. With that, he's also had almost the same body since 1964. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he has, he's 90 years old. That's crazy as fuck. The oldest man to go to space. Um, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's also, okay, well, let's, it's crazy that he's the oldest man to go to space, 98. It's cool that the oldest man to go to space is William Shatner. And it's also triply cool. Um, let's be real. The r- real reason that they took him up is he's fucking Captain Kirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even started off like, you know, Star Trek star. Um, which I mean, that's what he is. That's They're like, we the gotta world. take the fucking first one of the first fucking people in space. Yeah, like in culture, it's a smart call. It's a good I publicity mean, move. Yeah, for sure. Um, they also had Audrey Powers, which was Blue Origins vice president, um, of mission and flight operations, and a former NASA flight controller and engineer, Chris Boschusen. Um. The co-founder of satellite company Planet Labs and a former mission space architect for NASA, Glenn DeVries, the co-founder of Metadata Solutions, a life science company. So, I mean, this is a little packed roster of cool people going to space. They should have had Whoopi. That would have been cool. There's like a ton of people they could have had. You can't have them all, man. So get the get the entire cast of Star Trek. Yeah, just get every both original ghost. and next gen. You need to stick this to Elon Musk as hard as possible. Um, but I mean, it was really cool. Also, kind of a little bit sussy just because there's some shit involved with like Blue Origin, like kind of skipping, you know, shit in terms of safety, in terms of just trying to get these launches to happen. If those motherfuckers would have launched William Shatner into space and blew him up. Right. Like that would have been so fucking catastrophic. That would yeah. Like So I mean glad it didn't happen. Glad yeah. he was up and he was back down. Also, did you hear his message? Uh he like uh he went up there and and he's like I went up and was looking <laughs> down at the earth. I can't do a good William Shatner, but that's basically the cadence that he talks with. He talks with like a very overly dramatic 
Yeah. Pause cadence. But um, yeah. So he went up there and he was like, I was looking out at space and space is like so dark and empty. And yeah. like, it just like, you know, reminded me of death. And then I looked down and there was this like blue earth that was like, you know, like this oasis and all this, you know, empty darkness. And he's like, he's like, it just, it made me realize like, we got to take care of our earth. <laughs> Yeah, I think I have part of the quote. He didn't say it douchey like that. (laughs) Um, He said, it was so moving. This experience has been something unbelievable. Uh, The blue down there, the black up there. I was like, okay, all right. So he he felt it, he felt the vibe. Dude, is he spitting bars? A little bit. The blue down there, the black up there. Because, like, I mean, let's be real, like, rappers, they just rhyme there and there. Anyway, Um, they rhyme the same words nowadays. (laughs) Um, he also added, you have done something, uh, Shatner said to Bezos, what you have given me is the most profound experience. I'm filled with emotion. Uh, I hope that I can maintain what I feel now. I don't want to lose it. I'm overwhelmed. So, I mean, really cute. Um, came back down in Texas. Um, I love how it's still the dick rocket and then the tip just kind of comes down. Yeah. Um, it's very cute. Cue Austin Powers scene. Yeah, very much that. <laughs> Um, but moving back on, we're back on planet Earth. Um, talking football, uh, coaches. Football. Um, but uh, John Gruden resigned Monday oh, night. Yes, daddy. Well, not really, not really. A yes, daddy. Um, maybe a yes, daddy, if you are like a Tampa Bay fan up until now. Um, or a you know Raiders fan too, because I think yeah, because I remember him when he was a Tampa Bay coach. No, it's definitely not a yes, daddy moment. I just no, I just like that button. But yeah, it's it's, it's a good button. Um, tell him, tell, tell him what old Grudy did. Um, they oh also guys, they call used to call him Chucky when he was the coach of Tampa Bay. Because really? yeah, because he uh because uh, he would look like Chucky because he had like red hair and freckles and he would get like real angry and yell. Yeah, and he, he looked like, like a big round face. Yeah, they're like oh he looks like. Chucky, a little bit. I could see, I could see that with yeah. some stitches and shit. But uh, no, it just turns out he's uh, like sexist and racist and all that. Says some bad things. Um, yeah. So when, uh But let's start with a quote. Uh, it's a little bit quote. Um, well, I'm not going to get to the, the heavy shit yet. <laughs> uh, I love the Raiders, and I do not want to be a distraction. He said in a statement. Uh, Thank you to all the players, coaches, staffs, and fans of of Raider Nation. I'm sorry, and I never meant to hurt anyone. Um, and i mean i get it i mean i'm sure you didn't think these emails were going to get widespread but i mean in these emails he's like talking about um john goodell or whatever the the commissioner roger goodell Roger Goodell. there it is um he's talking shit about him which like good fuck goodell (laughs) roger goodell's a bitch but you sit down and you say that like in the comfort of your homes and your shit like you talk with your friends i guess if you need to say this shit yeah you don't put it in a mass email that you send to a whole team that's stupid as hell like it's just that's just not smart like you're doing football wing night talk with your fucking teammates like this isn't the burn book yeah like like you just he's making his own burn book like he's a regina george of the nfl um, but pretty much all these like emails got exposed from a unrelated investigation into the culture of the Washington football team, which is owned under Daniel Snyder. And so I guess it was just kind of like crossfire shit that just kind of bubbled up and, you know, people started talking about it. 
And um, I know um, Randy Moss, he did a response to it and it was like really tearful, really heartfelt. Um, Cause he was like a player having to like kind of live and deal in that kind of era and have to deal with coaches and deal with teammates who would just say these kind of things off the cuff. Cause I mean, he was talking about race. He was talking about people, like people and players being, you know, uh, homosexual, yeah, all kinds of wild shit. Um, yeah, the first openly homosexual player in the NFL is actually on the Raiders, right? Yeah, now. and he was talking shit about him. <laughs> the we thing got him, like, so it's just like throwing shade like that is just unnecessary. It's not a good work environment when you're thinking about it in just normal terms like that. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of times people do the whole boys will be boys thing, and you just can't do that when we're talking about work. And I mean, there's a bigger conversation that you just shouldn't be doing that shit. Period. And I get that. So, you know, um, sorry, Grude. Sucks to suck, I guess. Um, but, um, yeah, into that contract, I guess. $100 million, dude. Jesus Christ. Yikes, dude. Over some emails, dude. Didn't take no notes from Hillary. Um, <laughs> Never meant to hurt you. Never meant to make you cry. So tonight, I'm forgetting to clean out my email. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <laughs> One more time now. Um, let's see. We got some other news. Um, supply chain issues. Yeah, that could last until um, 2023. Uh, shipping analysts are going to be talking about. So that's kind of uh, worrisome. And at first, I'm kind of like, I mean, okay, so like shipping is going to be a little bit backed up. It's going to be a little bit slower. But really, when we're thinking about how Christmas is coming up, essentially things are so backed up and they've been backed up since COVID. That's kind of been the excuse and the reason for it. Isaiah, are you saying Christmas could be ruined? I'm saying Christmas isn't coming, you little bastard. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I tried to do like a little kid cry, but just came out like a demon goat. But that's how they sound. (laughs) It is kind of how they sound. They sound like dying hatchlings. Especially when they don't get what they want. Ooh, Witcher reference. Which when did they come out with a second season? Yeah, they they spoiled a trailer actually. <laughs> I think they it was a little light one. He was like doing a little transformation, being all sexy. He he was like, put out his sword if you know what I'm saying. It really was, and he's like, get back. She's like, what? And I was like, get the fuck back. <laughs> uh, um, but essentially, um, long short, here's an Isaiah explanation of kind of what's going on. Um. A lot of shipping containers are being stuck in places and they're not being able to get moved out. And that's um, making a backup so that people aren't getting what they need. Like these shipping containers full of shit aren't getting to their destination. And then there's also warehouses who are saying like, well, we didn't sell as much product as we were expecting. So like, let's just let it sit. Like our warehouse is full. So like, fuck it. And it's like, no, you can't do that. But for them, they don't want to waste the money and get their shareholders mad at them. They'd much rather just take that L and then hopefully not take the money lost in another way. So um, it's really leading to like changes in how we need to ship things and how we rely on things and like just in time shipping and really changing that narrative to being like, no, we need to be more prepared in what we are shipping um biden has kind of sat down with ups and um uh, fedex and some other places and they're trying to talk about like opening ports and opening just like delivery routes 24 7 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, I heard that Port of LA mm -hmm. is 24-7 now. Yeah, so I mean, that's something that's going to potentially help, but they're kind of already on this, like, plan. It's only going to do so much, so it is kind of optimistic to think that we're really going to be getting things in time. I think that's also kind of, like, maybe a scare, scare title a little bit, too, because, like, if you're thinking about it, with how much COVID has probably affected the supply chain since it's, since, like, 20... Since the beginning of 2020 or the end of 2019 or whatever, since it really started popping off. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you consider how much it's already affected the supply chain since then, them saying that it's not going to be back to normal or mostly back to normal till 2023 doesn't really seem that bad. because yeah. It's realistic as fuck. Yeah, it's realistic because it's going to take a little bit of time for yeah. Cause it's Everything like, it's a constant back. thing of adjusting and like people don't get that. And people also then want to try to blame China because they control a lot of the shipping and a lot of the like yards and containers and stuff. But a lot of the moves they're making is money based too, in their own ways where it's like, well, we realize that these things are more, um, um, like more lucrative now. So we're, we're not being so lazy about it. Like we're going to, instead of shipping things on a rail cart, um, so you guys can do some soybean things and fill up this cart with this. We're just going to move it. Fuck it. So, um, they're just going to ship it right back for more money. So, and also this means that our goods are probably going to start costing more when we do start getting it back, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, um like, well, and like what, like everything just about or just about, I mean, it could just be a spike on everything. It's just like, and I, and I noticed that things in my local grocery and things that I normally look for are kind of not as immediately there. Um, I think these companies also might realize to a certain extent too how much markup there already was on goods. Yeah. So they might to some, I mean, there might be an increase on the cost of goods. It might not be as much as you might think, hopefully, because mm -hmm. they might take some of that. They might eat some of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Realizing like, oh, we were already making a thousand percent profit before. So let's just make 800 percent profit. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, nice if they started thinking like that. So um, that's pretty much it on the uh, the shipping crashy-ish. Um, I mean, there's definitely more details. Um, got this from Yahoo Finance if you want to look into it yourselves. Um, oh, no, the shipping crisis. I'm not going to be able to get my wow cards in time. My tweets! <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, moving on. There was a bow and arrow killing, or a series of killings. Like, well, this, it was one killing, but five people died um, in Norway. Um, seen as an act of terror. I got this from AP News. Uh, in, in Norway? In Norway, dude. Um, what, where at Norway? Uh, Kongsberg, Norway. <laughs> I was hoping it was going to be the most difficult. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, like, I got it right here, actually. Um, but it was a rampage in which a man killed five people in a small town uh, near Norway's capital. Uh, it appeared to be a terrorist act, according to the authorities, um, on Thursday. Um, Any motive? Uh, not a motive, but they do have the name of the guy. Uh, Anderson Brathen, a 37-year-old Danish citizen. Um, they arrested him Wednesday night about half hour after the authorities were alerted that someone was like shooting people with a 
bow and arrow. Um, yeah, it's wild. And that was like, wait, I'm sorry. Did you say bow and arrow? Because I heard shooting, but yeah. I wasn't thinking bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. He killed how many people? Five. What? Yeah. And what? And and I feel like this does matter. Did they specify what kind of bow and arrow? Was it like a compound bow? Uh, they didn't. I or was it like a long bow? Because if this either. motherfucker was walking around, fucking Robin Hood style, pulling bows out of a quiver on his back and <laughs> long bowing people, I don't even know what this. I mean, even just even the other way. Even if he had, if he had like a hunting compound bow, you killed five people with a. This is this is like one of the few arguments maybe for like the Second Amendment is when you're like, okay, well look here, that guy didn't even have a gun, he had a bow, and if somebody else did have a gun, we could have shot him or something. Yeah, like um, um, I, I think they said that's so that crazy. He had other items too, like he had other weapons. I bet, like a <laughs> like a knife and things of that nature. Uh, they don't have his exact motivation, which is kind of making it a little bit more eerie. Um, but really fucked up shit. Um, Fatality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, to those people. Yeah. Uh, like where like, did it, where did it happen? Just in like a town? Like what what yeah. part of the city or it's, town? Like it's just, like a small town. Just this motherfucker just showed up in like a town square kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just started popping off. Um, so yeah, I mean, really nasty scene. Um, and that was in Norway. Uh, we also have another, um, I don't want to say different, I mean, it's different. I, I wouldn't have expected it, but, um, in the UK, um, the MP David Ames, uh, dies from being stabbed multiple times in a terrorist act. Um, some of these terrorist acts, guys, yeah. chill. Um, it is believed that this was an Islamic uh, terrorist act thing motivation. I mean, at least that's on brand for them, but um, but uh, just still got chill. It happened at like a meet and greet, and uh, this was a conservative um, MP, uh, so pretty much uh, member of parliament, whatever. Uh, really sad scene. I mean, obviously, you or I are both not like right minded people, but we're not. Besides Reagan, I, I've definitely talked about Reagan getting murdered. You know, I was like, I wish that kind of happened. Um, but it's. Did you say we're right minded people? We're not right minded people. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, I was like, like, you or I are not right minded. I was like, people. oh, that's a, that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not angling for like, oh, yeah, I want this guy to just get stabbed because he doesn't believe in what I believe. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Except Reagan. Exactly. <laughs> Reagan. Yeah, exactly. He, that should have trickled down to him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, some bullets should have trickled down. To something. Hug. <laughs> All the shit he was doing on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> guys. Should we should we sit here and break it down for you? One day we. I'm sure actually, one day we will. Yeah, we should. We should one do a day deep he's dive. gonna be one of our deep dives. I mean, that's actually good. That's a good. Yeah. We should do a Reagan deep dive. Oh, fuck, fuck you, Ronald. <laughs> um. But, you know, rest in peace, this man. And... Not McDonald, though. You're cool. Uh, Ronald McDonald? Yeah. He's, well. Is he cool? The clown? The man. I, it was, I don't think it was, I don't think there was ever a man, Ronald McDonald. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was just the clown. Is there a McDonald family? Uh, I Actually, you know what's funny is the guy, I'm pretty sure the way it started is the guy that started the McDonald's 
corporation like mm-hmm. the like the chains or whatever um actually just went to like some like roadside burger stand and that roadside burger stand was owned by yeah some guy like named mcdonald oh wow and then he bought that stand and just i guess he just liked it and name, just ran so it he just ran, yeah, he just damn ran what a grip yeah. that's good i like that okay the more you know yeah guys um hot story for you hot story and with a, <laughs> with a not even, that's not even a hot take that's just facts that's yeah. just news that's just the way it is um that's and that's the how the cookie crumble <laughs> um but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how else to get off of this topic. But you know, R. Oh, P. Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> no, right. No. R. P. David Emmis. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're yeah. Again, what's up with the terrorist attacks? You got to chill out, guys. They, Rest they really peace. should chill. Yeah, because we don't cover as much shootings and stuff. <laughs> um, I don't really like covering them. But when they are different dynamic or just kind of like just big news people or something, I'm kind of like okay. Um, but the end out. Um, Bill Clinton made the news, uh, for getting sick. Um, he had a blood infection. But I'm always hospital. sick. <laughs> <laughs> sick with it. Uh, sick with the ladies. Down with the sickness. <laughs> um, but, um, luckily Bill's doing better. Um, they picked him up, sent him home today. Um, just pretty much they got him on like a treatment plan now. Um, it was kind of reported that he had sepsis and that was like really bad, but they're like, no, it wasn't that bad. He had come to an event. They realized he was not doing well and they sent him to the hospital. So what's his treatment? Like <laughs> I'm going to need two sponge baths a day. <laughs> the hot girl. You know what I like? Like it's a writer. <laughs> He's like telling it to Hillary. Like she's got like, a list. She's like, oh. Oh man, um, but yeah, I, I didn't. I don't know. I, I know he looks like shit now, but like he yeah, is, he looks like a ghost. He's seventy five. Like I guess that is kind of how you're supposed to look. You know? When you're seventy five and you've been pumping secretaries for the last <laughs> thirty years, <laughs> that's what happens to you. But yeah, um, so we're glad he's getting better. Keep getting better, Bill. When you um, got to stand next to Hillary Clinton for the last oh my god forty years plus of your life and pretend to love her that's what happens that's what you look like huh? you get drained and become a husk of a human and get infected blood and get infected blood <laughs> uh, um, that's all i got man um, someone tells me that's not the first time his blood's been infected with something <laughs> oh gosh oh jesus allegedly uh not game. so allegedly <laughs> i'm calling him out that's, that's brad calling him out that's that's i'll direct all that thing i'm not even going into the the clinton killer oh geez <laughs> i'm not even saying lolita express i'm going full alex jones this episode we're just exposed to the truth um but yeah let's uh let's go and boot up the time machine yeah <laughs> Hell yeah. Nothing I like more than the smell of Thomas Jean Diesel in the morning. Mm. It gets me hard. <laughs> this is this is me stalling as I find my time machine. <laughs> in the year 1307. <laughs> uh, remember, 
This is no. This is the right list. I was like, this is the right list. Where am I? <laughs> We're very professional. In the year thirteen oh seven, members of the Knights of Templar are arrested throughout France, imprisoned and tortured by the order of King Philip, Dude, the Fair of France. I love that that incident just because it's like literally Philip is like, oh shit, I gotta pay these dudes. What if I did it? <laughs> like, and they're just like, yeah, no, you guys are bad guys. Wait, what are you saying? We're already out here on a crusade. No, you guys are fucked up, actually. What the fuck? Yeah, wait, what? What are you guys <laughs> You guys are heathens. Lock them up. <laughs> uh, who, who, I can't pay these guys, these filthy people. In 1492, Christopher Columbus and his crew land in the Bahamas. Shit. <laughs> and you wish that they hadn't. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's definitely the least chill person to probably ever land in the Bahamas. He just was... Everybody else that's been landing in the Bahamas since then is mostly just trying to like go like get smashed on some rum and chill on the beach. Yeah, write a write and then, a story, like, and then like rent a scooter, and then like get that like scooter stolen from them, and like classic Bahama Island scooter scan. Yeah, not Columbus though. Not Columbus though. He wants to show up and steal your women's and children's and bring them to Europe, where they will be raped and, and killed. Yep, and he wants the gold. And he wants the gold. <laughs> He's basically Wario. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Columbus. Equals Wario. Yeah, like a Wario. Actually, Luigi you know what? No, Mario. I take that back. Wario is still better than Christopher Columbus. Yeah. In every way. We shouldn't Italian shame. It's not that Italian shaming. I'm just Wario shaming. Wario, but I, Wario but like Italian. I said, but just because I'm That's shaming right. Right, Wario I'm catching, I'm catching doesn't you. mean. You know what? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> In 1609, the song. Three Blind Mice is published in London, believed to be the earliest printed secular song. Three Blind Mice, Three, three Blind mice. mice. I don't remember the lyrics. See how they run. Yeah, see how they run. Yeah, what a banger. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's no fucking, what is it? Uh, Rocket or pocket full of posies, ashes. Oh, ashes. yeah, I don't know the name of that yeah, one. Yeah, what actually. the fuck is it's a what the fuck is that, right? It's, it's fucking like I know it, but I don't know. God, yeah. dude, our childhood's dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're high as fuck. How can we remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's too deep. Uh, in 1644, William Penn, English Quaker, leader and founder of Pennsylvania, is born. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's right. is he good? Is he a good guy? Uh, pro- probably in some aspects, but uh, also in like probably a lot of no. <laughs> probably <laughs> a lot of no. <laughs> probably, probably he's an asshole. Like, that feels safe. Like most white men with power. Yeah, back in the day. Um. Uh, he is also like in a positive uh side though. He is the Quaker Oats guy, like the guy that you see in the Quaker Oats. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I felt like there was a, an oatmeal That's fact associated. <laughs> I, I feel like there was an oatmeal fact associated with him, but I was like, I don't want to say I'm be a dumbass. So I'm glad you said that. That it kind of like reminds me of Ben Franklin whenever I see it, but no, 
that's supposed to be because mm-hmm. uh, I grew up thinking William it was Ben Penn. Franklin, and I think someone did that whole stump thing. Like I bet you thought it was that guy, but it wasn't. It was this guy. Because like if you think about it, why were you like why, just giving Ben Franklin credit for Oates? I mean, he was taking credit wherever he could. I mean, he pretended he wrote he was shit in the soiling Bible. some Oates. Yeah, he's been a lot, but that's. That's that's not William Penn. He didn't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. He was very Quaker. He probably didn't come once in his life. He just had a straight. He voice. probably I probably came once in his dream. Like he probably like had like a wet dream one night and then like I don't know, like said prayers for because he felt bad the next yeah. day. I don't know. Whatever. He probably rip, however Quakers repent. I don't know. In the year sixteen fifty one. Laws are passed in Massachusetts forbidding the poor to adopt excessive styles of dress. <laughs> you can't get too crazy with those fits. Yeah, like uh, how excessive? Like, do you want them like wearing multiple layers of clothes? They <laughs> like, really wanted the poor to look poor. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, were they just too flossy for you? Like, if you were poor, how dare you look good? That's what that law says. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of petty that runs a whole nation. In 1670, Virginia passes a law that blacks arriving in the colonies as Christians cannot be used as slaves. Okay. All right. I mean, like... It's something. It's something. Also, like, I, I like to think that, like, like for, like, like, like rumor caught wind, like, halfway or like most of the way like on the trip across the atlantic mm-hmm. and like 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 i said they're like halfway or most of the way there and like rumor starts to go around like hey guys if you, christian if you're christian they, they won't make you a slave hey yeah uh yeah i'm christian yeah right. i'm christian it's just like everybody's just like uh like what is that fucking like i am sparta spartacus i am spartacus yeah, yeah. i am christian i am christian Basically, um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say some stuff about Christianity, but we have we said enough. Yeah, we've, we've hit it. In 1701, Yale University is founded as the Collegiate School of Killingsworth, uh, Connecticut, by congressionalists who consider Harvard too liberal. Jeez, Killingsworth? That's an aggressive sounding name, and I'm really focusing on the wrong thing, but... <laughs> Killingworth, Connecticut. Um, they're just trying to like one up, yeah, or trying to one up Harvard, dude. I guess. It's a weird like those liberal pussies, yeah. Fucking cowards would never come here. In 1758, Noah Webster is born. U.S. teacher, lexicographer, lexicographer, lexicographer. Yeah, mm. I don't know what the fuck that is. And a uh, publisher who wrote the American Dictionary of the English Language. I'm gonna look at what a lexicographer is. I think the lexicon is like the like just like words that we like like the vocabulary that we use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on the right track. Um, it is a person who compiles dictionaries. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1775, the Continental Congress authorizes construction of two warships, thus instituting an American naval force. Oh, good. Probably got out in the water. In seventeen ninety-two, President George Washington lays the cornerstone for the White House. Oh, so cute. I like to think that he like literally 
laid the cornerstone. Ugh. Yeah. His trousers, wood ass teeth. I was gonna say, I was like, did he trousers? But he he like lay, like he fucked the cornerstone, like he laid it. That's right? what I'm assuming it looked like. Just him out in the fucking finished field and just throws it down. They don't call it the White House for no reason. Yeah, and he fucking jerks off on it. In 1793, Queen Marie Antoinette is beheaded by guillotine during the French Revolution. Awkward. <laughs> you know, like, uh, just, like, flashes back to, like, that event, and the guillotine comes down and, like, chops her head off, and it's just, like, crickets for, like, a second. <laughs> Somebody from, like, the back of the crowd was just like, awkward. They were so soft to kill her, though. There was a frenzy about it. They probably like shoved cake in her open fucking neck hole. <laughs> and that's not, that's the thing sad. Like, that quote apparently was like taken out of context in a lot of ways and like got blown up by detractors. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that happens when you have the kind of personality that Marie Antoinette had. Like, because um, that's the thing. I've had conversations with some of my little uh, friends about history. And um, some of my friends are like, well, did Louis have it coming? And they're kind of like, no. At one point, he was ready to back out, he didn't want it anymore. But at the same time, up until that very point, him and Marie were like, no, this is our God-given right. Fuck them. This is ours. And it's like, well, then you deserve everything you get. Like, if you don't don't manage these people properly, they will eat you alive. (laughs) So I didn't feel bad for them. Um, My favorite part about it is, like, let them eat cake. Bitch, they just want to eat bread. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they're not even asking for cake. They just want to eat bread and not starve to death. You're like, oh, they want cake. They can easy kick. Like they if they want like if if they're like jealous of like this luxury or whatever, or like they want like no, they just are tired of starving and you fucking bourgeois motherfuckers, like you said, like not paying attention and miss fucking managing the whole goddamn country. Yeah, that's a big disconnect. Um yeah, so yeah, once again, awkward. Just, just saying awkward. Yeah, uh, like guillotine still exists. So in eighteen oh nine, Meriwether Lewis of the Lewis and Clark expedition dies under mysterious circumstances in Tennessee. This is so kitschy because they literally just did a listened to an episode about this. Um, I didn't know that Lewis was down bad. Like he was gambling. He yeah. was like got up debts. Jefferson's like, "Where's this fucking book you promised me, Doc?" Yeah. And then he gets like mysteriously murdered. I like to think that uh, what happened is basically like the same thing as like the Knights Templar, that, like where the American government because Lewis you think Clark, it was an inside job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Lewis because Lewis and Clark, uh, there was a this like big thing where. Um, I don't remember if they ever did end up getting paid for their expedition or not like they were promised at least. Uh, I know like when they got back from their expedition, they were promised a lot more than what they got or thought they at least they're going to get a lot more than what they got. And they ended up pretty kind of poor, like besides like the gambling. uh, I mean, they wound up having to do a lot of side shit to get the money that they were supposed to get for this whole thing. Yeah. Like basically what I think happened is, the government, like, Lewis and Clark were both like, yo, like, where's our payment? Like, we, we, you guys promised us more than what you dished out. 
And I think the government was just like, fucking, it's 1800, whatever. Shoot you in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think from, uh, there was a couple of it, like, theories that were put up. Um, I don't know. Like, one, I don't think they wanted to pay him. So they killed him. There was a, the one main that it was like potentially suicide. Um, that, yeah, he probably killed himself because he was super depressed. He was super depressed sad. I think his like, girl left him or she died or some shit. Because he didn't have any money because the government didn't pay him. Um, and like I said, Jefferson was hitting him up to try to get his book done because that was part of the deal. And he just was like, yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. And he wasn't. Um, but there was that theory that people came to kill him. Um either over money or over other circumstances or whatever. So, I mean, it's possible, man. Is the government doing a move? A little bit? It's always an inside job. Always an inside job. I got an inside job for you. Wow. We'll save it for after the pod. <laughs> In 1815, Napoleon Bonaparte arrives at the island of St. Helena in the South Atlantic, where he has been banished by the Allies. Oof. They're like, we're waging war specifically on you, Napoleon. Not on France. <laughs> on you. On you, dude. And then he's like, oh, shit. All right. And then they're like, but you get your own island. And he was like, sick. And then uh, they make it seem like he was like, I mean, they were like extra as fuck about it. Like they had like a naval ship. I forget what country. It was like Spain or somebody. They had like a naval ship that was like, went and sailed around the island like 24 7 365 to make yeah. sure like he didn't leave but meanwhile they were bringing like hella homies and hoes through for him like, mm-hmm. he was having a good time on the island yeah it was his little his little spot but he wanted to leave and soon he will <laughs> and soon he will um in 1820 sir george williams is born founder of the ymca Nice. Sorry, I'm spacing out. I might have been wrong about that part about Butterfly. I don't remember. He dies on the island or some shit. I can't remember. I think he I think he does leave the island, but then they send him back to the island and then he dies on the island. Yeah, they, like then they seri- bury him in it's like a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. I remember like one of his like main homies was like, bro, I'm doing it, I'm getting you. He's like, bro, things were coming and I'm like about to die though. Things were coming. Sorry, keep going. No, like, I just—I uh, knew I was gonna think about that all week. Like I fucked that up. People are gonna fucking come for me now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 1820, Sir George Williams is born, founder of the YMCA. YMCA. Hey, yo man, there's a place you can go. I say, young man, there's a place you can go for gay sex. Whoa! In a public bathroom or a locker room with an older guy (laughs) come have gay sex at the ymca you can live here if your parents kicked you out because you're gay wow (laughs) (laughs) that is basically what happened a lot that is like that is, if guys, I'm not like I'm making that joke, but like I'm making that joke for a reason. That is like an old stereotype, yeah. Like, for like, go ask your parents. Go ask some bo- some boomer about YMCA. Go ask a boomer about their YMCA. <laughs> yeah, like now, like now YMCA. I'm sure it, maybe it still happens, but um, 
with bathroom gay sex with old men? Yeah, maybe. I hope not. It was, I, hope, it was, I hope it's gone down. It was apparently rampant in the 70s and 80s. You know, I just, I mean, if, I mean, if you're consenting 18-year-old. And, and, hey, I mean, well, yeah, do, or do you. I'm just, but, yeah. That's the, no, that's a bad scene. You don't want to walk into that and like, ah! <laughs> uh, that's why they got the jaunty song so you can just think about that. It's, it's, it's a cover brain. over for that. Yeah. yeah. It's a palate cleanser for your brain. Yeah. Uh, in 1844, Henry Hines is born, manufacturer, uh, founder of H.J. Hines Company. Oh shit. Ketchup. Ketchup, boy. Ketchup. People talk to ketchup about ketchup. Man. Yeah. People talk to you about ketchup, but it's it's all right. Ketchup. Yeah. yeah. I can't say you're wrong. Dude, ketchup always makes me uncomfortable because yeah. then you find out like you're like, oh, I used to it used to piss me off. I was like, I was like, ketchup. I just thought some ignorant motherfuckers were like, like, oh, tomato, tomato. No, it's tomato. You're dumb. Like, it's not ketchup. It's ketchup. No. Ketchup. Then you find out that. No, Isaiah. It's 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 both it's like some weird fucking alternate universe shit. Like I think there's a term for it or something. Yeah. So hold on. It's it's catsup is apparently its own thing, but it's not even its own thing. Yeah. People somebody told me like, go, cat catsup is different. Catsup or like catsup is its own thing. It's like it's there's ketchup and then there's catsup. And I was like, okay, that's stupid as fuck. And then I was like, okay, then what's ketchup? And then they're like, it's t- tomato sauce with <laughs> sugar. sugar. Like that's ketchup. Yeah. And then I and then I and then one time I tried a bottle of ketchup that said ketchup, and it was ketchup. So what? What kind of like Mandela effect? Berenstein, Berenstein bear bullshit am I living? I, I like know. that you actually did the deep dive for that. Like you challenged the the world on this and it just broke your brain harder because that's what it's supposed to do like i don't think you're supposed to get a, a real answer for the, these questions I, I it's just catch up to me if i'm wrong i'll die on that hill that's okay you know if it's cats up then i'll just be wrong because i don't want to say that that's weird but you're not describing the right oh, i'm sorry sorry oh also i don't know he needs to know this but if you're ever at like an old school uh diner it's type place that has the ketchup in the pour bottles. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't hold it upside down, guys. You got to hold it at the 45. Hold it at the 45 degree angle and give it one solid little little like, like you're like smacking a, a girl on the booty. You know, you give it like one firm like, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want people to try as exactly <laughs> as you described it, and then like hey, ketchup, ketchup is catsup is gonna splatter all over I, them. Right, I want to see people's place just covered in ketchup. Like I did exactly what Brad said, and it's I, everywhere. I, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm telling you this for you want. I'm telling you this because I want you to get that ketchup out of the bottle. He's like, I got you. <laughs> this is a trap. Eighteen. Uh, <laughs> 54, Oscar Wilde is born. Dramatist, poet, novelist, and critic. Hell yeah, dude. In 1862, the Confederate Congress in Richmond passes a draft law allowing anyone owning 20 or more slaves to be exempt from military service. 
of course. What a money buying you buying you whatever you want as usual. Yeah. This time with blacks. This law confirms many Southerners' opinion that they are in a rich man's war and a poor man's war. Yeah. Sounds about white. In 1872, Apache leader Cochise signs a peace treaty with General Howard in Arizona Territory. Hell yeah. Good name. Which, what, the Apache leader or General Howard? (laughs) (laughs) Apache leader. (laughs) I do like a nice Howard. I do like me a Howard. Uh, In 1884, transparent paper strip photographic film is patented by George Eastman. Cool. Uh, That obviously leads way to movies. Yeah, movies. The movies. The talkie films. Crazy stuff. Uh, in 1884 as well, Eleanor Roosevelt is born, wife of President Franklin Roosevelt. Okay. Nice lady. First lady. <laughs> uh, in 1890, Dwight D. Eisenhower is born, 34th U- U.S. president who served from 1953 to 1961. Dude, hell yeah. I don't know much about Eisenhower. Like, I hear his name a lot, and I'm like... Hell yeah, he did some stuff. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. oh. He's the president. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, in 1903, Boston defeats Pittsburgh in baseball's first World Series. Oh, shit, the first one. In 1904, Sigmund Freud's The Interpretation of Dreams is published. Oh, shit. Yeah, he uh he interpreted a lot of things. I love how like everyone looks at like seeing Freud like he's trash. Like it's just like well, like because I'll be real. There's people like our generation that get like uh, overly woke or like overly on their like high horse about shit, and like it's like that. It's like kind of like that, like a kind of like that cancel culture like stuff where they're like, um. If somebody did, did anything problematic, then they're like just trashed or whatever. Uh, to a whereas, point. Whereas, like, obviously, Sigmund Freud was very problematic in a lot of ways. I think it's because, his... but he also had like a lot of. Uh, he had a lot. He had some good ideas, and he was a pretty smart guy. I mean, overall, like, he contributed. Uh, he he definitely contributed to his field. So I would say he's smart. Out of the stuff that you said, that I would agree with everything else. I kind of don't because a lot of the stuff that those takes come from is because they actually put his stuff to task. And it's like, no, you see, this isn't scientific stuff. It's just a guy who thinks he's smart telling you how smart he is on paper, which is a lot of shit that people do this day and age. He just took a lot of his ideas too far. Like, um, there's, there's ideas on like, uh, like child psychology and like the, in like the development of like child, like, like sexual, like how sexuality develops, like from your childhood. Mm -hmm. Um, he's not like he's pretty for somebody who was fucking doing that shit in the 20s or whatever, like, or like back when he, like, he was pretty ahead of his time. I feel like, I mean, he, he, he had some pretty accurate assessments. Mm, we'll agree to disagree on Freud, I think. I just like making fun of Freud. That's the only time that he's obviously the, 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 I mean, that's fine. I'm saying, I, I, in my opinion, obviously the things 
the events of your childhood are going to form your sexuality because yeah those are like because that's things, the beginning yeah not just base him yeah. yeah exactly like so um in 1912, former U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt is shot and wounded in an assassination attempt in Milwaukee. Oof. He was saved by the papers in his breast pocket and, though wounded, insisted on finishing his speech. That's wild. One that paper saved him. It wasn't like like some book or... Yeah, this is also like some <laughs> pussy-ass 1912. Like, probably like, dude made the bullet at home by himself, like. But then he also was like, oh, yeah, I'll finish my speech. It's cool. No worries. No, that's definitely hard. Uh, well, I'll pick, that's because freaking Roosevelt was a hard-ass, badass motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember Roosevelt a lot more than, let's say, someone like Eisenhower for some reason. Yeah. Because, like, he was like, <clears throat> a man's man. I mean, for real, he uh, fought in the Spanish-American War mm-hmm. uh, where he led his own, like, he literally went and created his own battalion called the Rough Riders. Yeah. yeah. They were called the Rough Riders. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up, shop. <laughs> uh, and the Rough Riders was literally like, he just went to like New Orleans and like bailed a bunch of pirates and like criminals out of jail. And then like went over to Mexico and on the way, like they picked up some Indians and slaves and uh, like, what was it? Uh, Mexicans <laughs> just picked up like a bunch of like just ragtag, they're literally just a ragtag like group of people, and uh, they were like fucking whipping ass and like some 18 shit, yeah, for real. And then, um, then he ended up becoming a president, founded the national park system, and then uh, also saved football, shit, yeah, saved uh, football, yeah, because uh, it was like. A lot of people died back when football, like, oh, yeah, because the gear off. was like non existent, yeah, because like the because what they had was like maybe some really like loose shoulder pads or like some early rough shoulder pads, some leathers, which were yeah. probably, yeah, which were probably hard as fuck and yeah. would bust you up. And then on top of that, yeah, they had uh boiled hard leather helmets, which would protect your head in some sense. But if you were to like, if I was running full speed at you and you were gonna go tackle me, and I would, and I like lowered my head and hit you with like the top of my hard boiled mm-hmm. leather. I'm crushing your face. Yeah, like so that's literally what happened. Motherfuckers are getting like stomped and crushed and fucking uh, in the year like 1919 or 1920. Um, <clears throat> it was like one of the years he was president. Um, the like most people that was the year I think to this day still because people don't die from football that much anymore but yeah um it was the date that like the most people ever died from playing football it was like 20 people died actually i think uh, the reason they're gonna ban it particularly is there's a rivalry game between yale and harvard every year mm-hmm. uh that was like always like a rough game and it was like basically used to be like the biggest football game every year and that year like five or six of the fucking players from like both teams combined died. Oof. Yeah, like in one game, like five That's dudes insane. died. So like he was dropping dead. Yeah, and, and these are also like Yale and Harvard dudes. So they're like, God, we can't be having all our lawyers yeah. murder each other in this fucking mud sport. Like these are our best whites. We can't do this. Guys, <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, like they were gonna outlaw football, and then he invited uh, some of the people in Congress that were like in favor of outlawing it to uh, the White House, mm-hmm. and then he forced them to play football with him on the White House lawn. Yeah, what he, a weird it, tactic. Yeah, and he's like, I'm gonna show you that it's fun, and you're just being pussies. <laughs> I mean, like for real, that's what happened. Uh, it's like okay, but like, there's no protection. We need to make this better. Deal. <laughs> it, it, he, they probably didn't even have fun. He probably just like clotheslined and fucking tackled the shit out of yeah. them until they were just like, <laughs> we're okay, we'll do it. Burly ass, that's crazy. But um, I mean, now we got football, so I guess. <laughs> I know you don't care. That's just, that's crazy. It's a fun sport. So we're dying over there. The, 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 tell that to Texas. In nineteen twenty-five, Margaret Thatcher is born. Margaret first, fucking Thatcher. Yeah, no, the first female UK prime minister. What a bitch. She kind of was. There's a kind of bad. That she was bad. Oh uh, no! Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, I mean, shout out to a woman doing like yeah, that's kind of that's that's basically why. But like, if you're Umbridge from fucking Harry Potter, you're not a good person. In 1933, Alcatraz Island is made a federal maximum maximum security prison. Shit, it only like it is only operational for like shit. I have to look at the year. You you should check for me if you can. Uh well like I'm I'm thinking it was only twenty or thirty years max. So I'm thinking it was like early sixties that it closed down. Yeah, I think you're you're right in terms of like it wasn't super long. Yeah, people think I mean Alcatraz gets this big name because a lot of it was so hard to escape from. And a lot of notorious criminals went. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't open for very long. Um twenty nine years. So you're close. Years, yeah. Yeah. You can still go there though for like tours though, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, they gotta get that money somehow, dude. <laughs> they gotta milk it. The island's still there. Right? <laughs> Fucking birds are pooping on that shit. We gotta get money. In 1933, due to rising anti-Semitism and anti-intellectualism in Hitler's Germany, Albert Einstein immigrates to the United States, and he makes his new home in Princeton, New Jersey. Germany lost a real one. Yeah, they did though. Like Einstein was like, he's like probably my favorite scientist. He's cool as fuck. And I say that like not even like to be like on some like <laughs> how basic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, like when like a high school girl like fucking wears like a Bob Marley T-shirt after she smokes her first bowl. Yeah, I'm not trying to be that guy. You solved your first equation, looked up and saw Albert Einstein. Like, oh, yeah. that's my dad. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, he does. He uh, he's smart. <laughs> You bought a piece like a little corn pipe, like the day. Yeah. Uh, he's got like mad brains. No, uh, I like Einstein because, well, one, he's got mad brains. But, True. Uh, no, like he's a uh, his like theoretical theoretical physics shit is like really. Well, actually, just starting to find out that a lot of it's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once again, that's the fucking. But if he didn't, if he wasn't so. It wasn't as close as he was when he came up with it. Like he still he steered people still pioneering. Yeah, still pioneering. He still he still steered science in a good direction, in the right direction. 
to where people now can't can figure out oh he was yeah. wrong um also he was just cool as fuck is really why i like him i've heard from what i've heard a lot of his takes are pretty cool like uh, maybe there's something that's like a person bad, but like, yeah like just like yeah. his takes on life just like, as a dude he yeah like, not yeah. just science it seemed yeah. like he he had a good theory as far as the, what I know about him is he really valued um, like his like his free time. He really valued. I'm gonna be real, guys. He liked he liked women. Uh, he had a wife oh. for a long time. I'm pretty sure, but um, it was known like before that that he was like a ladies' man, or not even like I don't know if he like ladies' man's where I were. He liked talking to to the ladies, to the women's. He liked pussy, <laughs> but um, which like. Like dig, I dig that. Like, right. all right, Albert. Nope. All right, Albert, get you some dog. E equals MC booty. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, e equals mass coochie. Exactly. But um, he also was super into fishing and outdoors and stuff. He just oh, like cool. he just seemed like a cool guy. He realized like, oh, life isn't all about like science and numbers and making bombs for the government. <laughs> Yeah, true. Which he regretted. Yeah, they all tend to. It's like, oh shit. Uh, but yeah, like I just think he was a cool ass dude. So yeah, agreed. Uh, in 1939, Ralph Lauren is born, noted fashion designer. Oh, Ralph Lauren. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it's either him or Tommy Hilfiger. I think it was him. Slapped the shit out of uh, fucking uh, what's his name from Guns N' Roses. Axel Rose? Axel Rose, thank you. Oh, good. I hope someone did. Yeah. It was him. I, I can't remember, but it was him or... It, it, yeah, it's definitely Ralph Lauren or Tommy Hilfiger, because one of them's straight. They might both be straight. Probably wasn't Tommy Hilfiger, because Tommy Hilfiger just said some racist shit. So let's just say it's Ralph Lauren. Okay, yeah. Let's say it's Ralph Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's but, just give it to him. Yeah. Let's, let's say that. But uh, yeah, Axel Rose like was like, uh, I guess thought he was gay and like was like hitting on his wife and like in insinuating that he was gay in front of him, and so he's just like, uh, bitch, slap the fuck out of him, like, hell yeah. So yeah, fuck you, Axel Rose, you little fucking bitch. I will never give Axel Rose flowers. He tried to fight Kurt Cobain, yeah, while he's holding his baby. He he just was dumb. Like he just sucks for so many reasons. He's such a diva in the wrong way. Um. In 1941, Paul Simon is born. Ooh, yeah, one of one of my favorite and shortest songwriters. He's like five foot one or something. He's very short. Honestly, most artists are short. Right? Yeah, actually, that's very true. Most artists, uh, a lot of actors and particularly musicians, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. are super super short. Yeah, I remember it's one time I looked up the average height of like rappers. They're like five five. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Like, I never met Little Wayne in person, but I just know he's that a gremlin. Yeah, he's like five yeah, five. In every shape of the way, he's a gremlin. Like, he's just not big. You know, they're all short. Um, so for, uh, Snoop Dogg. He's tall as fuck. Can't all be. Yeah, can't all be talented and tall. Yeah, can't have everything. Unless you're Snoop Dogg. Yeah, <laughs> unless. Um, let's see, but yeah, 1941. Paul Simon's born. Uh. I have a bunch of his achievements here, but you guys know who Paul Simon is. Yeah, dude. In 1946, Daryl Hall is born. He is also a singer, songwriter, hey, musician, good. and producer, uh, lead vocalist of Hall Notes. Nice. Let's go there, bitch girl. Same girl. Same Got to find me. No, don't let it in. 
Yeah, Colin Oates is kind of a little bit more newer for me in terms of like listening to, but they're good. Yeah. Isaiah's a man eater. Allegedly. Oh, here he comes. Watch out, podcast listeners. He'll chew you up. <laughs> I'll bite your dick. <laughs> oh, God. Do you have people like that, by the way? Are you serious? Some people are end up getting their dick bit. Not the Sham Wow guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you remember that? Ah, oh, I feel like it's a deep cut. I love it. <laughs> I, I just hope that just anyway listening out there that they remember that reference. I I'm sure it's a Google way. It's yeah, it's a Google way for sure. Oh. Google Sham Wow guys <laughs> and Dick, Dick Bite. bite. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, why? Like, why? I don't know. Like, like the sensation, I guess. Like, I'll be real. Like, maybe like I could see it being like, okay, like if if you're getting like some dome, and mm-hmm. person, you know, I'm not even gonna say shoddy because <laughs> whoever whoever was giving you dome, yeah. you know, we're we're dome inclusive. <laughs> we're dome inclusive here at now that so. <laughs> Whoever, as long as it's a, a consenting adult, yeah, <laughs> human adult, <laughs> yeah, we do have to specify that. Specify. Don't be tricking no dog with no peanut butter now. Yeah, that's but, not on us. Um, I could see it being kind of hot if if you're getting like some dome and and like person like just gave it like a real light, just a real light little like. Not like a bite, like like like. And look, you know it's hard. Look at my face real quick. Like, I, I know the exact word you're looking for. It's great. You're looking for a great, and you're not trying to say that, but that is the word you're trying to say. Like cheese against the fucking. No, no. Yeah. I know because that's a, I'm not asking for a scrape. But that the what are you describing? <laughs> but that just a very light like bite down, like a quick bite down. Oh, okay. You like a chomp. Yeah, like a quite like a like a light quick chop or something, you know. All right, I mean, yeah. Like, see, like you're like you're not you you're not dismissing it. No, I'm not into it. No, I'm just letting you have this thought because I don't think you're into it either, right? You're just saying you can see I'm it. I'm saying I can see. I'm I'm saying if it happened to me, I'm not gonna like. Oh, you're saying shit. I'm not so gonna like. You heard something, first, lady. You can make your move. Shoot your shot. Back down. <laughs> Brad won't mind. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of the dick biters and <laughs> the dick, dick biteries. The man eaters. The man. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Uh, in 1947, <laughs> test pilot. I'm going to move on. No, go for it. <laughs> in 1947, test pilot Chuck Yeager breaks the sound barrier aboard a Bell X1 rocket plane. Yeah. It's like, of course, a guy named Chuck Yeager. Yeah, I was like, this is this an anime? You can say that he bombed his way through the sound barrier. <laughs> you can say that. Ye- Jaeger bomb. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. Right, <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. In yeah. 1947, Sammy Hagar is born, a.k.a. The Red Rocker. They really called him that? Yeah, which is like, yeah, ew. Uh, <laughs> 
like, I'm sorry, I'm an outsider here, but the Red Rocker, that sounds like a dick. I don't even, yeah, right? That's, they used to call, uh, I'm a Cincinnati sports fan again, uh, Andy Dalton used to be our quarterback. Yeah. He, they called him the Red Rocket. Bad name. Bad name. Bad name. But now I just think of dog penises. Yeah. Like, what Red do you do? Um, Simi Hagar made the uh, Cabo Wabo shit, right? That sounds like San Diego. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because that's like the one little bit I've learned from like uh, last podcast. They always talk about Sammy Hagar. And so I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Sammy Hagar. What's well, fun? Okay. Like, he, I guess he does have red hair, but I don't ever like, I guess I just never like, thought about it like that. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, he, repl- yeah, he replaced David Lee Roth as the singer of Van Halen. Um, oh. He just like, Sammy Hagar is basically the rock and roll kind of cooler version, but not even like, and when I say cooler, I don't mean cool, like actually cool. I just mean cool because the person I'm comparing him to is so not cool that Sammy Hagar is cooler than them. But uh, Sammy Hagar is like the more rocking, slightly more talented version of like Jimmy Buffett. Okay. He's like Jimmy Buffett. But like, but I can do it kind of from the same age group. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I think they kind of appeal to the same types of people in a way. Like, one's more turbo, one's more like laid back. They're both smashing margs on a beach. Yeah, in like a in like an open Hawaiian shirt, mm-hmm. and they got a rolled up Coke dollar in their pocket, and yes, and a Hawaiian shirt on, and, and two Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Two. Double. I already said Hawaiian shirt. You said it again. Oh yeah. They're doubling up on the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, dude. They're wearing two layers. In 1949, Eugenie Anderson becomes the first woman U.S. ambassador. Okay, nice. Yeah. Representing. Yeah, we got we shout out the ladies on on now and then here. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Confirmed. In 1950, the Federal Communications Commission authorizes the Columbia Broadcasting System to begin commercial color TV broadcasts. Oh, CBS. Yeah, bro. Now I can see this BS. No. Really? Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> no, actually, I actually like that. <laughs> that's cute. And being. In 1962, Cuban Missile Crisis begins. Uh, the USAF U-2 Renaissance pilot photographs Cubans installing Soviet-made missiles capable of carrying nuclear warheads. Oh, no. Oh, no. The world almost ends. We're getting a red scare. That really probably, like, that and the, that time that the, uh, like, fucking... Uh, Missile board, the launch board, yes. malfunction. Yes, I can't remember the name of that guy. You need, you know, the incident yeah. I'm talking about. That that incident in like the '80s and the Cuban Missile Crisis are like very arguably the two closest times in modern history, at least, that the world's come to end in. Yeah, I think the um, Cuban Missile Crisis got more attention because it was televised. Like, yeah. It was reported on, yada, 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 whereas the other one was done in a moment where no one knew. No one just... knew until later. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But in a weird way, 
this is maybe just me kind of being speculative or just thinking about it. That moment kind of was more serious, I feel like, because... What, that, that guy? Yeah, because I was... Oh, no, that, that, was that moment's potential. for sure more serious because it's yeah. just one guy. Just, it, it's literally like his decision to... He could have... His job was to hit that button, so that light went off. So he could have just hit the button, but yeah. he just... But, like, again, like, that's such an intense and serious situation. You're right. That guy's situation is... Whereas, like, the Cuban Missile Crisis is, like, a staged event in some ways. Like, both parties know they don't want to actually pull a trigger. Yeah, yeah. But they have to, like, pretend that they want to. But it was super... Yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah, it was super serious. Yeah. It was super serious that... It's super serious. It's super serious, guys. Uh, that Russia was setting up that close to us. Mm-hmm. Because that really would have made it possible for them to hit just about anywhere in the East Coast. Yeah. This is a big flex. Scary time. Um, In 1964, Reverend Martin Luther King is awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. (laughs) He's awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for advocating a policy of nonviolence. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, in 1966, Huey P. Newton and Bobby Seale established the Black Panther Party, an African-American revolutionary socialist political group in the U.S. And, uh, the government didn't like that. They're they're like, sorry we ruined your Black Panther Party. Because the government, much like... Forrest Gump is dumb. Wait. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, you really charged that one up. Yeah. <laughs> you said that. Yeah. Uh, in 1968, Hugh Jackson is born. Jackman? I meant Jackman. Okay, hell yeah. I was like, if there is an extra Jackson member, I would like to know. Yeah, actually, him. uh, my brain probably just like glitched because there is a coach in mm. football named Hugh Jackson Got you. who sucks wiener butt. Not good. Not good. But um, no, Hugh Jackman is born, dude, in hey. 1968. Wolverine. He's uh, best known for his recurring role as Wolverine in the X-Men films. His many awards include a Golden Globe for Les Mis. Mm-hmm. And he also got a Tony Award special award for extraordinary contribution to the theater community. Yeah, dude. Good looking man. Great actor. I would say. Does a, does a great job uh, acting uh, like he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever see uh, Kate and Leopold? I don't know. What's that? What a, what a banger of a movie that is. He's a time traveling like aristocrat or some shit on accident. Does he use his English accent? Or is I think, that, or is I think so. Yeah, um, I think he's like faking an English accent or something. Because um, I know he has like the default Aussie accent, but uh, I think it's Meg Ryan who stars opposite of him. So that's a, that's a treat. <laughs> that's a treat. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. What a what a jacked man. Truly. Uh, in 1970, President Richard Nixon announces the pullout of 40,000 uh, more American troops in Vietnam by Christmas. Best Nixon pullout ever. 
well, second best. Yeah, that's up there. Him leaving the office, him having to pull out of the troops, that was good. I was going to say, like, I thought you were going to make a pull-out joke. I mean, no, they don't pull out jokes. I'm sure he fucks, but no one talks about Nixon <laughs> fucking. No, I hope he doesn't. He had, and 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 if and and if he and every time that Nixon pulled out, that was a great pull out because yeah. we don't need more Nixons. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't need to spawn. <laughs> In 1971, the House of Representatives passes the Equal Rights Amendment, uh, 354 votes to 23. Man, dude. which who are the 23 sour apples, dude? I don't like this at all. You're not really being practical, guys. No. What? Equal rights? Equal? <laughs> We're even doing just fine. Uh, Can we yeah. shoot these guys? Uh, yeah, literally. Like, I can't believe. Like, it's 1971. Like, there's still 23 motherfuckers that were like, equal rights. I gotta represent my people. We don't believe in this malarkey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and... That thriller, like, no, I don't, I don't know how you're going to say it. <laughs> in 1975, Saturday Night Live comedy variety show premieres on NBC with Ghost Host. <laughs> ghost Host. Ghost Host with the most. He's a ghost host now. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, uh, SNL premieres on NBC with Ghost Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Guys are getting close to Halloween. I'm just in that vibe. Yeah, dude. Just spooky. Um, I'll start off. In 1975, Saturday Night Live comedy variety show premieres on NBC with guest host comedian George Carlin and special guests Janice Ian, Andy Kaufman, and Billy Preston. Hell yeah. That's a fucking killer, like, premiere. Yeah. George Carlin as host um, and, like, I don't really remember Jan Janice Ian and Billy Preston that much, but, but Andy Kaufman's a, a big legend yeah. too. Yeah. On top of the cast, that was already a bunch of legends. So. Yeah, they were stacked and now look at them. Uh Chevy Chase kind of ruined his career by being an asshole, but overall he was good then. Oh yeah, he's good he then. Best That's best what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame. In nineteen seventy seven, John Mayer is born. Singer, songwriter, musician, and producer uh, won a Grammy for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance for Your Body is a Wonderland. Your body is a wonderland. Your body is a wonderland. wonderland. I don't know who my hair. Isaiah, your body is a wonderland. Oh, thanks. I'm like a Six Flags over here. <laughs> Yo, you make my flag raised six inches <laughs> I don't know I got I got a six flag over I, I, was try, I was trying to make it work yeah did you just try to make it you just reference the commercial too did I that was I just said woohoo I, I swear that was their old commercial they had that thing yeah yeah that old man yeah anyway <laughs> he's out, he's in my body um i also dislike john mayer because he is there's probably like some things that are douchey about him but like um things that i like he's a underrated guitar player yeah um people 
like people remember him for like your body and all they remember for all this like pop music and Mm -hmm. like stuff but they don't remember that like he is a super talented and respected blues guitar player yeah um that's why he ended up playing with the grateful dead and company for a while yeah um He's really good buds. I don't know about really good buds, but definitely been buds with Dave Chappelle for years. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I respect Dave. So if he's a friend of Dave, might be a cool guy. I don't oh, know. Gosh. Actually, we're we'll finish on Mayor. I, I gotta probe you. Um, but I um I like John Mayer as well. I do agree he is a underrated guitarist and um, And he's hooked up with a hot lot of hot babes in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. He's seen it all, like John Mayer's penis hole. Um, but, um, he, uh, does a lot of cool features. Like, uh, I didn't know about the Grateful Dead yeah. thing, but I do know he did a song of Frank Ocean, which was dope. That's dope. Um, where he just does all the guitar on it. And, um, that was cool. Um, but yeah, speaking of Dave Chappelle and we were kind of talking about canceled and stuff. Uh, how did you feel about the newest, uh, um, the specials? Yeah, the new special. The closer. Um, I was super baked and even fell asleep during part of it. Yeah. So uh I don't remember a lot. Honestly, I don't remember a lot of the beginning. I remember I enjoyed it overall, it was funny. Um, but I do luckily remember a lot of the end, which is I guess the hot button. Yeah. The the reason you bring it up, I guess. Um so yeah, I mean, I totally get why people are mad at him, but at the same time, I like I don't like. I, and here's what I mean is like, um, he and and honestly, that's kind of what he says too is like, like you are like, like he's allowed to say what he says because he's a comedian. He doesn't have to like like one comedy isn't always serious it's uh, he might not be serious. Uh, he, he probably is serious because he's dave and he's being pretty like candid about it mm-hmm. he's but, kind of the type just to say it and not yeah. give a shit whether or not you like that or not yeah yeah but as a comedian you need to also like take his shit as jokes because he is bring he's still bringing it to you as a joke he's still forming it like he's still packaging it to you as that so he's not coming at the lgbtq community like that hateful for real really not even hateful at all he just kind of came at him like kind of harsh if anything and it wasn't even that harsh because he, he he brought it round about what really what i'm saying is he brought it full circle around about at the end when he talked about his trans friend and how like regardless of his feelings about trans people that his trans friend would support his making jokes about it or even talking about it in general because of free speech and because of comedy and because if it's funny it's funny and i mean like i don't know man um like don't you you can be you as long as it doesn't get in the way of like me being me so I, it's like kind of like I feel like where he's coming from. Like, yeah, I get that. Like he wants to, he he wants to, he wants to be him. He wants to be like he's maybe not comfortable with LGBTQ people, which I you know I don't agree with, you know. But 
You mean like you don't agree with that take, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't agree with right. yeah that take, right. but I disagree with people coming at him saying that like you're like not allowed to make jokes about the community or not even allowed to have that opinion. Because at the end of the day, like, like man, like as long as you're really not being like attacking people physically and really being like like hateful, like. what what, it's not just just get over it just move on like like it's not it's just words are words it was it was a joke it was a comedy special he was trying to make a point really as and that's why he brought up the whole point of his friend uh that ended up killing herself yeah Daphne yeah Daphne so um I mean yeah I have just so much to say about it like I'm not really even a lot like I'm not even putting my point so well, but I hear what you're saying though. Um, yeah, there's there's just there's a lot. I know for me, my two cents on it. Um, I personally don't like agree with like the takes that he made, but like for me, when I saw the trailer, I did the thing that I did for the other Netflix specials since kind of Dave Spells come back because I really only watched one, and it was like, oh, this is Dave Chappelle just doing Dave Chappelle like. Me personally, I've gotten to the point where I'm good on it because I just don't love the jokes because I'm more of the the person who liked mm. Dave Chappelle from the Dave Chappelle show. Mm. Like, I like his sketch humor. I like some of his really early stand-ups. But any of the newer shit, since he got jacked and came back, I'm like, yeah, I don't like as much. But that's just me personally. Like, you know what I mean? It's definitely got a different... It's like it's got a different flavor to it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just angle. It's a little, little bit different. more serious. Yeah, like it's not as like uh, lighthearted as it seemed like. It, like at least the stand up. Yeah. You know, yeah, it just took a different direction, and I think people just don't like the content specifically in this. But Dave Chappelle has been this way. Like Dave yeah. Chappelle is gonna be this kind of comedian, and um, he's not pulling like the Louis C.K. situation. Which is like, you know, he was like jerking off and doing all this like crazy shit. Like, yeah. we're just talking about his body of work here. And um, yeah, I don't think it's something that you really can cancel him for yeah. or whatever. I think it's just like, no, absolutely not. You just simply say, oh, I don't he's, like that. And he's even, what it is. he's beyond canceling. As, yeah, he's honestly. too big. It's yeah. just like, it's, it's a silly notion to think that you could do that. Like, and also I think it makes the, it, you lose steam on your conversation trying to do it too. Yeah. Like, that's why, like, it's, I'm not saying it's weird, but like it, the situation with Netflix, like there's um, people who work like employees and stuff like leaking shit and doing this. And it's like, that's, that's, that's a lot. Extra, that's yeah. a lot. You know what I mean? Like I understand the reason and the energy, but like, I don't think that makes your point. Even better. some of the stuff that he was saying, like the worst thing he said that is that he was like turf, a turf or something oh, like that. Yeah, I that was, I hated that. Joke, yeah, that yeah. was, yeah, he, I don't, yeah, but um, I'm fucking shaking hands with J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but his joke about like Caitlyn Jenner, like that's spot on for me. Like, cause, cause I mean, yeah, like that's bullshit. Like you, you're, I mean, yeah, support that person's right to be whoever they want to be. But it's bullshit that fucking Caitlyn Jenner is she woman woman of the year her first year as a woman mm-hmm. beat all other women <laughs> first year I like always, that's like that's come like come on like that's I hate just, those um or like uh, year things those things are kind of corny to me or like transgender in sports I think that's like um that that could there's sometimes that like 
if that's if I, i'm not a female athlete so if it's cool with them then that's fine but like there is i've we've already seen it happen um in like the ncaa and, and various yeah people talk like, about it they're they're people like, on both sides of that with like I, I think it's mostly been like wrestling and like weightlifting but mm-hmm. like yeah but there's been some transgender males to females that have come and i just don't feel like it's entirely fair for the female athletes but i'm not a female athlete so that's a whole yeah that's a whole, sorry i know i got us on this tangent you had mentioned dave Chappelle, and we haven't talked about it on the podcast oh, yeah. so we I definitely figured. got way off but it's cool yeah it's a it's this good pot talk dude yeah um yeah all in all though i, I liked it i mean dave's gonna be good yep Thanks, but um man. you know john mayer's friend <laughs> In 1984, a baboon heart is transplanted into 15-day-old baby Faye, the first transplant of the kind at Loma Linda University Medical Center in California. Baby Faye lives for about a month until November 15th. That's wild. Uh, I just like that. Like, I don't know. It is wild. I, I think it's cool, and it's like a medical advancement. Mm-hmm. At the same time, can you imagine like, like your child's born, and then like they're like, like, sir, I, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, there's a com- complication with your, with your baby daughter. She has some kind of birth defect with her heart, and we're gonna have to do like an immediate surgery, like immediate emergency surgery. And it's like, oh my god, like, what, do you, what, what can we do? We're gonna have to put a baboon heart in. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be an intense conversation. Like, what? Like, like, like yeah, like a baboon heart. Like, am I getting punked right now? Like, right, right. Is this really gonna work? Are you serious? It's 1984, but am I getting punked right? Now? I mean, that's, yeah. Hey, at least it worked for a second, I guess. <laughs> at least it worked for a second. <laughs> Watch some time. Do you think that she had baboon behavior in Stop. the month? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. In 1984. Astronaut Catherine D. Sullivan, part of the crew of Space Shuttle Challenger, becomes the first American woman to walk in space. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't have a repeat of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait. I'm confusing the Challengers. Yeah. Oh, right, my bad. My bad. <laughs> wait, oh, yeah, you're right. Ch- was Challenger 2 was one that blew up, right? Or uh, yeah. What? Which one? I don't know. No, I'm confused. <laughs> um, okay, well, this is a good moment in space history. My bad. No one blew up. A woman walked in space. That's dope. I thought I spaced out on part of this, and I was seeing the teacher who died in the Challenger. Yeah. So, my bad. In 1990, Mikhail Gorbachev, leader of the USSR, receives the Nobel Peace Prize for his work in making his country more open and reducing Cold War tensions. So basically he got a Nobel Peace Prize for not helping launch the world into nuclear. Yeah, almost. for just like being chill for like a second. For just not killing everybody. Cool. I do like the letters, the correspondence he had with JFK where he pretty much kind of lays it out where he's like, look, like, let's just be real here. We don't want to blow each other up. Like that's <laughs> that's crazy. Like we just have to do this because we have the power. Like we have to like find a way to police ourselves better. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of lit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really woke take. He's like, look, this this is just a big dick chilling thing. Yeah, this is literally brinkmanship. You know it. Like, <laughs> um, in 1998, 
Eric Robert Rudolph, charged with the 1996 bombing during the Summer Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, is... Wait. What? What? He was charged with the bombing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like... I was like... The the two dates together mix me up. I'm like... Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. like... I was like, what? what's the... So, he was yeah, charged so, that day. Yeah, exactly. So this week in 1998, Eric Robert Rudolph was charged with the 1996 bombing during the Summer Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia. It was one of several bombing incidents that Rudolph carried out to protest legalized abortion in the U.S. Big math. Classic pro-lifers. Ugh. Oh, we're pro-life. Lives matter. I'm going to murder people to make that point. <laughs> it's so weird. I had to do it for the unborn babies. Oh my god! No, you just want to just say you want to control women's bodies because you're weird. Yeah, and you want to do it with a bomb. <laughs> do it with a bomb. <laughs> uh, and the last but not least, never the least, never the least stop in our timeline for this week is in 2002, the inaugural opening of Biblioteca Alexandria. In Alexandria, Egypt, is, uh, or yeah, that's. <laughs> I can't fucking read anything today. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, so in 2002, the inaugural opening happens of the Biblioteca Alexandria at Alexandria, Egypt. It's a modern library and cultural center commemorating the famed library of Alexandria that was lost in antiquity. Oh, yeah, nice. And for people who don't know, uh, the Library of Alexandria was like said to have held. They they kind of like exaggerate. They're like the Library of Alexandria held all known human knowledge. Yeah. Like, but no, it, it was, had everything you could think of within the yeah. library. But apparently, it was actually like a very fucking big library, um, and it did have like a crazy amount of scrolls yeah. and a lot of, a lot of knowledge and a lot of like history, uh, especially of Egypt and especially of like the like Rome and just a lot of ancient history that was written down that was just burnt up because um Caesar was a little bitch. Whoops. And he wanted to get some Cleopatra poon, but um I guess he did. He, I think he did. I guess he did for a yeah. little bit. But yeah. then she was like, I don't think she was feeling it. I don't know. He had to move on. It was a messy breakup. <laughs> that cost the world that set the world back like two thousand years of scientific knowledge. Oh man worth it they, they literally say uh, i mean this again might be an exaggeration but they uh it's been said that if the library of alexandria didn't burn down that humanity would be two thousand years more advanced damn We've or would have like a th- like it's something i've maybe we would have had hover cars that'd be neat but oh well i can't remember the exact quote but yeah basically we'd be jetsons right now <laughs> Uh, but on that note, thanks for listening to another episode. Oh, yeah. Now and then, bitch. This one was uh, a little longer than the rest, but, you know, we know you guys are down for the ride. Yeah, and sometimes we like to talk a little longer. Sometimes we just like to slow ride. Take, take it, it easy. easy. Take it easy. <sighs> Oops. <laughs> I burped. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, that's an interesting noise. I don't remember that on the song. <laughs> Um, let's see. We got some socials you can hit us up on. We got a Patreon. If you want to give us 10 bucks, we'll shout you out. We still do those things, you know. Yeah. Like, guys, 
give us money on Patreon, uh, one, because we're super broke. Yes. And, like, that would just help us in any facet. Yeah. Uh, mostly, like, we want to improve the quality of our podcast and maybe eventually, like, do video cast and stuff. Yeah. And, like, um, you can just help us, like, get there and help us be better pod boys. Um, also, again, we will shout you out and, like, basically jerk you off over the over the pod. Yeah. So. We love to do that. We um, love doing that. But, get, um. Get to us on Gmail, too. Yes. We want to hear from podcast you. gang at G. Yeah gmail.com yeah now and then podcast gang at gmail.com we want to hear from you give us uh make fun of us tell us we suck or give us suggestions or um maybe like if we forgot something if we did something wrong if you want to hear something anything just tell us anything anything um now underscore brad now brad that's uh twitter and facebook respectively to find us um got pages open doing stuff there instagram now and then podcast um that's about it, though. Um, we love you. Thanks for stopping by, hanging out. Um, we like you. We love you. We want some more of you. Mm. Is that Billy Ray? Oh. Uh, Is it? I, I love it. it. I, I want, want some, some more of it. it. But I, I feel like it's Billy Ray. I think it, 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 it's Billy Ray. Yeah. yeah Bye, guys. Love you. Bye, <laughs>